Hey, Calvary family, this is Pastor Michael Grove here on the Bible Reading App. Today is October the 3rd, and we are here in the Book of Romans in our Bible reading plan. So join me today as I start in Romans chapter 4. What then shall we say that Abraham, our forefather according to the flesh, discovered in this matter? If, in fact, Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, wages are not credited as a gift, but as an obligation. However, to the one who does not work, but trusts God, who justifies the ungodly, their faith is credited as righteousness. David says the same thing when he speaks of the blessedness of the one to whom God credits righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord will never count against them. Is this blessedness only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? We have been saying that Abraham's faith was credited to him as righteousness. Under what circumstances was it credited? Was it after he was circumcised or before? It was not after, but before. And he received circumcision as a sign, a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. So then, he is the father of all who believe but have not been circumcised in order that righteousness may be credited to them. And he is then also the father of the circumcised, who not only are circumcised, but who also follow in the footsteps of the faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. It was not through the law that Abraham and his offspring received the promise that he would be heir of the world, but through the righteousness that comes by faith. For if those who depend on the law are heirs, Faith means nothing, and the promise is worthless, because the law brings wrath, and where there is no law, there is no transgression. Therefore, the promise comes by faith, so that it may be by grace and may be guaranteed to all Abraham's offspring, not only to those who are of the law, but also to those who have the faith of Abraham. He is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, the God who gives life to the dead and calls into being things that were not. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, were written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins, and was raised to life 
for our justification. Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his Son, How much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death came to all people, because all sinned. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given. But sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking a command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if the many died by the trespass of the one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many. Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation, but the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if, by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass resulted in condemnation for all people, so also one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as through the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man, the many will be made righteous. The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more, so that, just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This concludes the reading for today, and let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. So, like I've said the last two days, Paul is so profound in his theology. 
but I love chapter 5, verses 6 through 8, the best out of these two chapters. Let me read those again. And starting in verse 6, it says, You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Paul is pointing first here to the point that Christ died for us while we didn't even deserve it. And this happened at just the right time. Listen to what he says next. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. What is Paul saying here? That it's not usually the righteous person that someone dies for, but a good person, someone that they morally align with. Well, the truth is, righteousness comes over being good. A good person isn't necessarily morally righteous. Sin isn't about being good or bad, it's about being right. So then he continues on to verse number 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It wasn't about being good enough to have Christ die for us, because the truth is nobody is good enough. But it's about being made right. Christ died Not so that you can learn to earn how good it was for him to die, but so that you could be made right that he died. His death brings righteousness to us. The work that Jesus did is more than just paying for our sins. That's the easy Sunday school answer. The truth is, the work that Jesus did on the cross is the work of making us righteous. That's why the law is so important. Paul is pointing out the fact that when we understand the law, it helps us understand our trespasses. That's why he says that even before the law was there, sin still existed. In fact, it brought death. It just hadn't been quantified yet. Through the law, sin is made known. This is why this part of the letter ends in verse 20 with him saying this, The law was brought in so that the trespass might increase. But where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So that, just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Though there is much sin all around us, and though I sin all the time, The gift of Jesus Christ is not just forgiveness of sins, but it is the gift of righteousness. I have been made right through Jesus Christ our Lord when he paid the price on the cross. That, my friends, is the best news that we could ever have. Because it's not the good that get to be in the presence of the Lord. It's those who are made right. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you. And God bless. Thank you.